<coughs> I don't have Corona. Hello, coronavirus! <laughs> it's the internet. Uh, I got that wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, that's the coronavirus is everywhere else. Um, okay, sorry. It, it hasn't infected the internet yet? That's not how viruses work. It's not how computer viruses no. work? No. Yeah, you, uh, you are not ready for the mail. information superhighway yet. Uh, <laughs> Who, so I'm I'm Pastor Goodman uh, from from San Antonio, Texas. Joining me this day, obsessing over the coronavirus, is Pastor Eli Leitzow from Wheat Ridge, Colorado. We are the Uncultured Saints, broadcasting in the midst of a pandemic. Um, weird. Yeah, it's uh, it's very strange. Uh, there's there's no other way to say it, and I think everybody understands it. Even though nobody's going to hear this uh, for a couple months, and and. Lord willing, uh, all of this is is kind of behind us, or at least a little bit behind us, uh, at the time that people are hearing this. Uh, if not, uh, then everybody is right on board with us. Uh, if so, then everybody remembers what things were like uh, back in March. So I hope it's over by the time you're hearing this. Uh, I, I hope things are getting back to normal. <coughs> and I think that's I think that's our prayer. Stop coughing. <laughs> 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 no, I'm gonna have to leave that cough in there. <laughs> no, I think you have to. I don't have the coronavirus. I'm glad that you told me that coronavirus doesn't work through the internet, so I I'm safe. I don't have the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm safe from your cough there. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Much appreciated. Yep. Uh okay, so what are we uh what are we doing then today? Uh, uh trying we're, to we're still doing parables. Yeah, trying to get our minds off of uh uh, the zombie apocalypse that's going on out there. Well, but this is how, too. Um, and I think that's important. Like, Jesus says all the time, don't be anxious, don't worry, don't be afraid. Um, and for some reason, we always take this as a law. Um, that we're like, oh, that's a great idea, Jesus. I'll shut off my worry switch now. Um, but then we, we stop reading everything that comes after that, where he actually focuses us on promise so that we would not be um, when Jesus says, don't worry, it's not that you just shut off your worry. It's that you fix your mind on the things of God so that you would put your imagination to good use. You would meditate on the promises of God and there find comfort for all of the fears. And so this is a great thing to do right now in the middle of, of a pandemic um, is to talk about, well, the parables. We, we would wrestle with God's word and actually try and fix our minds on who our Lord is, what he has promised to do for us, and what he's already accomplished for us so that in the middle of all the stuff we don't understand, we can actually have a little bit of peace. Right? Yeah, I like that. I mean, yeah. And it, it, it's it's weird. Uh, we're sitting here, and uh, I, I think we're a little bit less jovial uh, than normal. Um, and I, I, that's just going to be how it is, I think, for a, a little bit. Maybe uh, maybe we'll get used to a new normal. Uh, maybe this all this kind of stuff will, will wane in, in the weeks to come, and, and that would be great, too. Um, but yeah, today I, I we're gonna I'll try and joke. I don't know. We'll bring something up from the '90s maybe. But I think I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna be a little bit more somber. Which <laughs> knock that off. That's okay. No, it's not. Do I need Do I need to call nine one one for you? I'm I'm okay. Okay. I don't have the coronavirus. He's he says it's allergies, folks. <laughs> hey, you know what's gonna be neat though? Hmm. 
that in two months when people are listening to this, we'll, we will know whether or not you actually have the coronavirus. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I'm not going... Well, I'm going to die, but not, not from the coronavirus, I don't think. Okay. I'm young. I'm safe from it, the, the, the news told me. Oh, well, then, okay. It's just then, that, uh, you know... Yep, you're fine. Yeah. Some, sometimes right. the, the days are just somber. Yeah. You, you okay. sing the songs that remind us of, of the good times and the songs that remind us of the bad. Don't jumble one with okay. this. Don't, don't jumble one with <laughs> this. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> if I get knocked down, Pastor. <laughs> Stop it. You're not going to get up again. You're never going to keep me down. <laughs> oh, Chumbawamba, you're great. All right, so what parable are we doing today? They were anarchists. Did you know that? I did not know that. They they were uh, they were a devout anarchists. It's hard to be they... devout anarchists when you're in a band, like because there's yeah. other people that you formed. I know, and and when you're uh, when you're selling CDs to make money, yeah, and you and using the capitalist system, yeah, it's hard to do. But they 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 were anarchists. So, anyways, well, uh, we're doing the parable of the weeds. Okay, uh, that. It's only found in in Matthew. Uh, you know, we started off with the the parable of the sower, mm-hmm. which Matthew, Mark, and Luke all have the parable of the sower. Uh, but then we move to the parable of the weeds, and and it's just Matthew, mm-hmm. and and it comes right after, at least in Matthew's gospel, it comes pretty close after uh, the parable of the sower or the explanation to the parable of the sower. So, uh, yeah, the only one that we can go to is Matthew. It's uh, still Matthew chapter 13. Uh, and as we said the last couple times, we're going uh, we're, we're to have one of us reading the parable. Since it's God's word and all, we should probably do that. So uh, Harrison's going to read uh, <clears throat> the parable of the weeds. Uh, and this is another weird one, too, because just like the parable of the sower... Uh, we've got the parable of the weeds, then we've got something else. We're going to skip over that. Uh, and then later on, Jesus explains the parable of the weeds. So uh, Pastor Harrison's going to read the parable, and then he's going to ex- uh, read the explanation, Jesus' explanation of the parable. Where are you at? All right, I'm at Matthew chapter 13. I'm going to pick up at verse 24 and uh, read through verse 30, and then pick up again at verse 34 and read through 40. So hear the word of the Lord according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Jesus put another parable before them, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared also. And the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. So the servant said to him, Do you want us to go and gather them? But he said, No. Last, in gathering the weed, you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Gather the weeds first, and bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. All these things Jesus said to the crowds in parables. Indeed, he said nothing to them without a parable. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter what has been hidden since the foundation of the world. And then he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. And Jesus answered, The one who sows is the good seed. 
is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed is the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the close of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so it will be at the close of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all lawbreakers, and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Are you going to make the ears and corn joke? Because if so, I'm going to shut off this podcast. No, Good. come on. I'm not that lame. Thank you. I'm lame, but not that lame. Um, oh, so I appreciate the, the fact that you uh, you read that portion of uh, Jesus is speaking to them in parables, right? Mm-hmm. Um, before we jump into this, uh, remember that you had, and just do it really quickly because they're, they're rules for the gospel. And, you know, that's kind of your thing. Um, but but remind everybody about the rules, your rules for the gospel here. Thanks for not calling how, the four how, laws to receive the gospel this time. I'm sorry. I appreciate sorry. that. Um, you're growing in, in righteousness, clearly. Um, so there are uh, four four ways that we tend to approach the parables because our, our Lord has said that um, these things um, actually do hide the secrets of the kingdom of God. And, and that means that if you, you do it wrong, um, well, you will in hearing, not understand, in seeing, not perceive. And so when we want to look at the parables, there are four kind of easy check marks that, that you can do along the way uh, to make sure that you're, you're doing these things um, in a way that, well, would actually reveal to you the secrets of the kingdom of God. The first and foremost is simply, it's about Jesus, not you. So, um, and, and not Jesus sort of as the object, but Jesus as the subject. If Jesus isn't the main player in this, stop, you're probably doing it wrong. Um, second, uh, when we're doing this, um, we, we recognize that the, the scriptures um, all speak to the same message. So in, in tackling a parable, if you have somehow managed to, to figure out a, a, an explanation of this thing that goes against the clear and explicit word of God, again, back up. The parables do not contradict the rest of the Bible. Um, third, what was the third one? Do you remember? I don't know. I don't, I don't use the law to... <laughs> to interpret the gospel. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> ah, there's some other ones. There's another one. <laughs> but so we've got this mystery, right? That's what parables are. They're mysteries as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're they're of the gospel. Um, and so we've got Jesus here, or we've got Matthew explaining that Jesus is telling all of these things in parables. And parables make things more confusing because they don't make sense. They're not rational. There's always something that we're going to find in there mm-hmm. that we say, wait a minute. Right, right. That's not how you're supposed to do right. it. Right. If, if you're trying to use it as a, as a moral or ethical or just an everyday uh, compass and guide, uh, you're going to find the parable saying, nope, that's, that's strange. That's strange. Right. <clears throat> One of my favorite ones of that is the the un uh, what is it uh, the the shrewd servant, the dishonest manager. Yeah, the disoff dishonest manager. You love that. Uh, <clears throat> well, no, I love it, but 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 uh, if you're using that for an ethical or moral moral way, uh, nobody's going to teach their their children. Uh, hey. Be like that uh, dishonest that guy who stole guy. things. Yeah, you, you just can't money. wait to do that one. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be great. So anyways, 
So here we are with the parable of the weeds, and we see something interesting here. Uh, we see that, again, Jesus is working right off of this parable of the sower. Where he's, he's talking in, in some sort of agricultural way. <clears throat> Why exactly? I've got no idea. Uh, he was a carpenter. Uh, and I think everybody kind of sitting around can, can see, well, there's something weird here. Uh, and, and maybe he wasn't the best gardener in the world. What, what, in, the, in the parable itself, what do you see as weird, Pastor Harrison? Um, just from a rational point of view. That's what the other rule was. Look for the weird thing and then you'll start to see Jesus. Because when we look for the weird thing, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. We might just find Jesus. You're right. Um, and the fourth law to understand the gospel, because I can't put down the law, is um, don't push it too far. But, um, okay, there it is. See, we, we got it. it. It's all coming we got together. It. We got to get the law in. Yeah. Um, so who says we don't? Uh, so what's what's what is weird in this parable of the the weeds uh, from a rational point of view? Um, the whole uh, let's not spray our fields to kill the weed. Um, that that's right. I, I I've watched farmers in Nebraska spray all manner of toxic chemicals um uh, on on their their crops so that uh, the weeds wouldn't grow up with them. That that's different to me. Um, I, I've never yeah. actually seen somebody sneak into somebody else's garden in the middle of the night to plant weeds either. This is this is all a little bit different. No, yeah, it, it's it's really weird. But I, I think the one that I want to kind of focus on there mm. is it's yeah the the don't 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 weed your garden, right? I mean anybody who's got a garden uh, weeds, weeds their it. garden. Yeah, it, it it just that just makes sense. You're gonna have to weed your garden. Uh, otherwise you're going to have a, a number of things that are going to happen. Uh, and, and the first of which is, is weird because the parable beforehand that we talked about last week, right? We've got uh, the sower sowing seeds, uh, and he sows some seeds amongst what? Some thistles and they both grow up together. And what happens to the seed? It's choked out. It gets, it gets choked out. So, uh, we kind of have the understanding that that's a, that's a bad thing. And then here we've got uh, this guy sowing uh, a field again, and he knows that there's weeds amongst it, and he says, "Yeah, nope, don't, don't, don't pull them out." So that's a weird thing that we've got to maybe focus on a little bit here. Um, and then, and then the also the other weird thing about that is, at at harvest time, you would just think that you would have all of these seeds of the weeds as well, right? A weed grows up, it it comes to fruition. And it bears it bears seed, just like just like the good plant is going to bear fruit, and the seed's going to drop, and you're just going to expect that. Okay, now I've got my my field completely infested of everything. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so this doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. And uh, so we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't take this as as something for that that uh, that it is going to be uh, uh, a perfectly perfectly ethical understanding of of what we should do. Well, because we're not so looking we, for morality, what, right? Exactly. And <clears throat> I mean, we, we're moral, but we're looking for Jesus. Yeah, we should be looking for Jesus here in, in the way that that uh, he he's going to lay this out and lay out his gospel for us. That's the word right? that I'm looking for, because we're not going to get to the kingdom of heaven by the law. We're going to get there by the gospel. Exactly. Going to get there by what Jesus has done and, and how he is he has uh, given himself to us. So so in this parable, the odd thing is in this parable the parable itself and the explanation kind of focus on two different things as well when we're looking at this. 
when when you read the parable as given by Jesus, uh, the majority of the text is is focusing on what the the planting of the field, uh, the sowing of the weeds, then the the servants come up and talk, and then it's just a small little portion of uh, don't pull it up, don't worry, it'll be taken care of, right? Right. So then. In the explanation, the disciples come up and say, hey, Jesus, uh, explain this, because uh, my dad was a farmer, uh, and he he always uh, weeded uh, his his wheat field, right? So you're not making any sense. Uh, and you're bad at Jesus your job, spent, Jesus. You're bad, at your, you're bad at your job, Jesus. And so Jesus exp- uh, takes the majority of the time in the explanation talking about what? The the actual harvest, right? There's there's barely any time talking about what happened before the harvest. So we we should take a look at that too and, and see that there's a difference there. And what is so what is Jesus actually trying to trying to put forward here? So you've kind of been quiet for a little bit there, Harrison. Do do, do you have anything you wanted to I'd I mean I especially in light of Jesus' explanation, um when we get the freebie, uh I figure it should be easier, but Again, it almost feels harder because you mentioned what Jesus is spending all of his time on, and it's not the thing I want to talk about. So again, I'm pretty sure Jesus is bad at his job because when he starts to explain everything, and tell me if I'm going, you know, getting ahead of you here, but he, he almost just sort of says that there's unbelievers in the church, that there's, there's sons of the evil one in the church. Like, don't worry about it. But that's the one thing we're, we're frustrated about all the time is, Pastor, how can you say this person's actually a Christian? Pastor, look at all these sinners in church. We, we, we should have a, a church that's not full of sinners, right? And Jesus just sort of skips over that and says, don't worry about it. Uh, listen to where I'm planting my word. Listen to where I'm gathering my harvest. I want to talk about the sinners that, that aren't me. They're, they're totally not me. I want to talk well, about okay. the people that aren't me. Exactly, exactly. And this is the, uh, this is the, the thing that we always want to focus on here and it's it's very interesting it's almost like in in luke i think luke chapter nine chapter nine uh remember and i'm probably gonna get this wrong that's fine uh but in luke chapter nine uh i uh, jesus and his disciples are, are going i believe it's going through samaria um and there's uh, there's certain towns that don't want anything to do with Jesus. And so they make their way through the towns. They don't stop there. He doesn't preach. He doesn't teach. And uh, James and John do something really interesting. Do, do you remember what they Yeah, they they're like, Lord, can we call down some fire on them? Like, wouldn't it be great if, if I could watch this burn? They were mean to me. Yeah. And so they should they should suffer. Yeah, right. So James and John, their focus is, uh, hey, Jesus, they were... They were really mean to all of us. They didn't let us uh, stay here the night, and they didn't want to hear your word. So, uh, hey, can we call down fire from heaven like Sodom and Gomorrah? Say the can word, man. Just, yeah, just say the word. Can we just bury this place to the ground? Just level it because they deserve it. Look how horrible They're they the are. worst. Yeah, and Jesus, uh, he says, yeah, go ahead and do it. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't, right? They just read in bad translation. <laughs> That's from the message. Uh, no he says no we're not going to burn up this place right and he moves on to the next village right 
So, but that's what we want to focus on in this parable. That's what we want to focus on too. In this parable, if we had to put ourselves in there, this place, um, I think we're a, a number of different things in the parable. But one of the things that we are in the parable uh, is we we want to be uh, we want to be the servant, and we're coming up to Jesus. We're coming up to the Master, uh, and we're saying, "Hey." Your seed is not great. Yeah, well, look at your look at your field, Jesus. You, you didn't you use a good seed? And and he says, well, yeah, but you know, an enemy came in the middle of the night and did this. And oh, okay, well then that's fine. Maybe you should have put some armed guards out there and not let that happen. I mean, that's strange that you're allowing that to happen. But fine, whatever, Jesus. But now let's let's go out there, right? We're your hired servants. Let's go out there early. Let's pick up these weeds. Let's get them out of here. Get rid of the sinners. Let's, let's, let's take care of this, right? And so that's what we want to focus on. We want to focus on cleaning it up right here, right now, in the way that we know how to do it. And we want to be the ones in charge of it, right? Oh, for sure. And I think and I think that's the that's the main focus. Uh, of this parable, that's what Jesus is is uh, is speaking against here in this parable. Is that we within the church, uh, pastors, congregants, whatever the case might be, uh, we Christians, uh, we want to be the ones uh, to clean up what we see as going wrong, and and we think it's our job to do so. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm I'm not saying that. Uh, for instance, as parents, we shouldn't uh, correct our kids when they sin, right? Uh, and tell them to clean up their room and all of that sort of stuff. But we look at the entirety of this world, and, and with Jesus' explanation, that's that's what this field is. It's the world, right? Mm-hmm. So we see this world uh, just completely and utterly in shambles. And it's we want to go up. Yeah, and we want to go up to God, and we want to, uh, we want to say, okay, hey, uh, let's rip it all up, let's figure it out. Do you, hey, now, now, do we get a call down fire from heaven? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How about, how about now? Right now would be a good be time a to call time. down fire from heaven. Get the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. I, and maybe we should do a little bit of a side, and, and and I've been rambling for a little bit here, but so maybe Pastor Harrison, like. In, in light of what I've been talking about with this parable, in light of, of us wanting to see the world and all of its issues and wanting to rip up all of the weeds and just fix everything, uh, here we are in the midst of the coronavirus. What's a Christian to do? Return to the Lord. Um, we, we, they actually do the right thing. It's, it's magnificent. Um, they go to Jesus and they complain. That's, that's the best thing to do right now. Um, we go to Jesus and say, hey, you're in control of this field, right? Who are you? Um, and then he reminds them of exactly who he is. That, that while in the midst of this, this virus, this awful pandemic, we remember ourselves as, as baptized first and foremost. Uh, we are the ones that, that God has called good. We are the ones he has promised to endure uh, with and, and for until the end of the age. Uh, we are the ones that he has promised to save and indeed already has saved. And that means we pray as the baptized pray. We, we, we pray our Father who art in heaven. Um, and our catechism tells us with these words, God tenderly invites us to believe that he is our true father and we are his true children, so that with all boldness and confidence, we may ask him as dear children, ask their dear father. And this isn't just sort of a be polite to dad kind of thing. This is a whine and lament if you need to. Um, your kids, when they need you, 
they'll let you know um, because they trust you. Like that's, that's the most wonderful thing in the world that, that my kids whine to me um, because they actually think that I have the power to do something about it. Um, and they, they actually think I have the goodness to do something about it. These, the, these servants of the kingdom do exactly what we ought to do. They go to Jesus like faith does. Faith in Jesus goes to Jesus. And they say, Lord, it's messy down here. Can you fix the mess? And he says, I've got the mess under control. Don't worry. The mess isn't going to stop me from working. Great. We pray the litany. Uh, we pray the Lord's Prayer. That, that's what we do. In the midst of everything, that's the only thing we can't do. It, it's really interesting. And, and, and this brings, uh, brings to mind uh, Psalms of Lament, right? I love them. <clears throat> so you go to the Psalms of Lament and, and you just hear uh, people like David just just screaming out to God, right? right? Like, where where in the world are you right now? Like, look at my situation. Uh, I've got enemies at my doorstep. Uh, my own sons want to murder me so they can be king. Uh, you know, everybody hates me. How long? Nobody before? likes me. Will you forget me forever? I'm going to eat some I'm worms. I'm just going to go eat worms. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, how long, oh Lord? Uh, uh, here I am. Uh, why are you forgetting me? Mm-hmm. Uh, why aren't you fixing this whole situation? It's 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 weird because we think in our prayers uh, that they have to be so pious, right? We think in our prayers that, uh, and, and think of all the uh, the prayers that we hear in church. They they are uh, written out and they they do sound very pious and they do come from a a, a good uh, place. And yet, goodness, I tell you, my individual prayers at home a lot of times, and, and in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's been, what in the world is going on? Why are you doing this? Like this, this is your world, right? This is your field. Right. You, you do see the weeds that are in here. Uh, can we just pluck them up right now? Is, is that cool? Because that would fix a lot of issues in, in, in the future. Like I'm the servant here. I'm going to have to deal with, uh, with the harvest time. I'm going to have to deal with, oh, look at all the weeds now. And then after harvest, the, the field's going to be infested with weeds. It's just going to get a whole lot worse if we don't fix the situation now, God. So how about you do it? Uh, and if you're not going to, uh, can I just call down fire from heaven? That's your answer to everything. Can I, can I just fix it? Right. Fired from heaven doesn't fix everything. It just burns it. Like that's the, the thing that they, they don't get. If you call down fire from heaven... It's going to hit them too. If you just want God to get all of the sinners out of church, um, it's going to be an empty place. In the middle of all of this, it's, it's the same real question that every single religion ever has to wrestle with. Why is it a mess down here? And um, this is where the atheists really think they have the leg up. They always get this big smirk on their face because they can say, how can a loving God let things look like this. Um, it's almost easier to have a wrathful God who just doesn't care about you because then you can say, look, he's, he's punishing us. Um, the coronavirus is because of, and then you pick a group of people that totally aren't you and you blame them for it. Um, and, and then everything's just fine because God is just being God. But when he says he loves us and he's going to take care of us and he's going to be with us into the end of the age, that's where it gets trickier uh, until you have kids. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're self-quarantining <laughs> right now. Um, which means my kids are home from school and uh, we are home from school. And as it turns out, my house is way messier now than it was when they were in school because, well, they're bored. Um, and the yeah. thing is, I could have a really clean house. I say, how long, oh Lord, will you let my house be this messy? 
I, I just want a, a house where I'm not going to step on a Lego. It hurts. Um, it, it just makes me cry out to you. Lord have mercy. Um, and at the end of the day, I could. I could have a really clean house. I just sort of take my kids to the fire station and leave them there. Um, and then no more mess. It's really simple. It's not love, but it's really simple. On the other hand, um, as a father who actually would rather be with them than with you, because you call me Pastor Harris, and I think just to upset me at this point in time, uh, <laughs> but um, I just can't wait to go home and be with them, even in the mess. The question is where you're going to find God. Are you going to find God in the mess or not? And this is where the cross actually makes things so much easier to understand. Where is a loving God in the middle of all of this? Well, he's bearing it too on the cross. Why would he let the world look like this? Well, because he would rather have a mess with his kids than a clean world with nobody in it. He would rather have you. And so he's promised then to, to bear your sins, your mess, your iniquities, your sufferings upon the cross for you, for me, for all. And he endures in this mess with us so that we don't have to try and justify ourselves as the good seed versus the bad seed. So that we don't have to let the mess make us lose sleep or the coronavirus lose sleep. Because we, we fix our eyes on the promise that God actually is here. We turn our eyes to the places where he's promised to be here. To, to our baptism, to, to the Lord's Supper, uh, to, to all of the places where God's word uh, is endures forever. And there we can rejoice in the fact that we don't have to worry about any of this because God's here for us. And so here we see the way in which our Lord actually works. Mm -hmm. um, and it's weird because it, it's so weird. Playing, playing out in the actual scripture. So in the, in the uh, time of his ministry, Jesus' incarnational ministry, while he's walking amongst, the, amongst us, um, <clears throat> His ministry, his his whole life, his whole way of doing things, it's happening, it's unfolding, it's taking place, and it's doing it in a completely unexpected sort of way. And we've all we've all spoken about that before, and 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 any pastor with his grain of salt has spoken about that and preached about that as well. That uh, Jesus does things uh, that are completely and utterly unexpected. The crowds want a certain type of Messiah, and Jesus says, you're right, I'm the Messiah, uh, but I'm not the type of Christ that you think I am. And it's going to unfold in a different way. This parable shows that too, right? This parable shows that the, the whole kingdom of God is, uh, is unfolding in a way that doesn't make sense. Because a way that makes sense for us is rip out all of the weeds. The, the way that makes sense for us is, is put some uh, guards around your field so that, because you know you have an enemy, so don't let the enemy do this, right? The way that makes sense is uh, God loves his children so much that he isn't going to allow them to suffer. And then we're sitting here in the midst of death. I had a, I had a funeral yesterday. Uh, we're we're sitting here in the midst of death, in the midst of pain, in the midst of suffering, and it doesn't make sense. And yet, uh, uh, in this parable, I believe Jesus' whole point here is saying, uh, stop looking for it to make sense. Stop looking for, uh, for this uh, way for you to fix the whole situation so that this field is nothing but good seed. It's not going to be that way. This is how it is now. The, the, the field that we have is one of good seed and it's one of weeds. It's how it's going to be. Now just sit back. Breathe. I've got this under control. And, and the thing is, the, 
the uh, the servants, I think their 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 worry here is that yeah, it's going to get worse later on, and we got to fix it, and it's just going to exponentially get worse, and and I, I'm going to have to deal with it, and blah 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 blah, and and Jesus in his parable uh, is saying, don't don't worry, uh, we'll we'll have somebody take care of that. <laughs> we'll have somebody take it's, care. It it it's it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen, right? And so. Again, with with this parable, I believe that that Jesus' focus, uh, the parable over and against his explanation. We'll get to the explanation in just a second. But his focus in the parable, uh, I think, is is very much a hey, this is what we've got, and we can't fix it. You're not asked to fix it. You're not asked to deal with it. You're living in a field with weeds and good and good seed. That's okay. Just sit back and relax. I like it. Okay, so then we're going to sit back and relax. And then Jesus is going to explain the parable later on. And this is this is kind of interesting. Uh, he, he, he pops something up. Maybe we should have brought this up last week as well. Because uh, I be- these might be the only two uh, parables that we get an explanation to. And it's kind of—it's really neat that we get this explanation. We're not expecting it, right? Because every other parable, there's no explanation whatsoever. Uh, so these two, you get an explanation, but you don't get it right after. With the parable of the sower and the parable of the weeds, you—you you have the parable, then you have Jesus interacting with the crowd some more, and then it isn't until you know half a chapter later that you get the disciples saying, "Hey, uh, why didn't you explain this, right?" Um, it reminds me of the '90s, <laughs> but no, but but seriously, remember, uh, remember when you went to uh, you went to the uh, to the Walmart and and you bought the new Green Day CD, and, and you're sitting there and you're listening to the Green Day CD and you, you you've had it for like two weeks, right? And then you go to school one day and your uh, and your friend says, "Hey, did did you?" Did you hear the uh, the hidden track on the Green Day CD? And you're like, what? The the hidden track? What what in the world are you talking about? A hidden track? He says, yeah, the hidden track. So you let the you let the CD just play, and then after the the last song, you can actually go up and you can see the clock keep counting. And you know, a minute and thirty seconds later, you got this fifteen little second hidden hidden song for you it's 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 a gem it's a freebie but there it's a freebie and then there there you're sitting you're like man i've had this cd for noticed it i i had no idea he who has ears to hear let him hear yeah yeah hid hidden tracks it's kind of amazing (laughs) (laughs) so um can Uh, i ask you a question about the uh the explanation um no okay (laughs) <laughs> podcast over oh okay um podcast over. so um when when jesus is is going through um the the difference between the good seed and, and the bad seed between the wheat and the weeds um he, he's threatening weeping and gnashing of teeth but he's 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 not talking to the crowd he's not talking to the pharisees he's talking to the people who actually are told they're the good seed why is Jesus threatening them with, with hell? Is this that we, we just sort of have to make sure everybody knows if, if you're not really, really behaving all the time, you might not actually be a Christian or, or what? No, I think I think this, 
like you said, we're moving to the explanation now. The disciples are confused. I'm confused. They want an explanation. I'm confused too. I, uh, they want an explanation. I think this explanation is uh, descriptive and not prescriptive. I think this explanation is is Jesus saying, okay, let's unravel everything. Because what you want to, to talk about, disciples, is the whole planting, the whole allowing the enemy to, to plant seeds, the whole not uh, ripping out the, the, the grain and the, and the chaff all at the same time. You want to talk about all that sort of stuff. I know. That's fine. I, I'm not going to talk about that. But Jesus. In the explanation, what I'm going to talk about is, I know, Jesus just... Do things the way I want you to do them, God, and we'll be much better off, right? Usually my but, prayer, No, yeah. Jesus... Lord, have mercy on me, Jesus, a sinner. Jesus runs through this parable, and he explains it really easy uh, and really quickly, right? The one who sows seeds is the son of man. That's Jesus, mm -hmm. right? The field is the world. Okay. The good seed is the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one. The enemy who sows that is the devil. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then all of a sudden he jumps to the harvest. And I think Jesus uh, is is trying to bring comfort here. Wait, what? And he's bringing comfort. Yeah, amazingly enough, he's bringing comfort here. Uh, he's bringing comfort in such a way of saying, uh, the harvest is going to happen. And in fact, you don't have to worry about the harvest. right? Somebody's got that taken care of. I've got that taken care of. And I'm going to actually use my angels to do this. So don't worry about it. Someone's got that taken care of. We want to be sitting here the whole time. And we want to have this whole understanding of, wait a minute. Nope, no, nope, I've got this taken care of. I want to know how this works and how that works and who this guy is and who that guy is. And are you a wheat or are you a chaff? Or are you this or are you that? That's not a helpful conversation. No. And Jesus says, no, no, don't worry. Disciples? Nah, we're not going to talk about that. It's, it's not for you to worry about, right? So yes, in this world, there's wheat and chaff. In this world, there's good seeds and there's weeds. In, in the church, there's wheat and chaff. In the church, there's good seed and bad seed. I, 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 maybe if you want to even play this out a little bit, uh, and I don't know how far you could take this, but in all of us, there's this evil and there's this good. Like a sinner and a saint? Maybe at the same exact time, right? Uh, and... And the whole understanding here is, again, we want to point out, we want to say that one's a weed, that one's going to hell, that one needs this, that one needs that. Oh, sure. And, and Jesus is just saying, no, yeah. listen, I've, I've got this under control. On the last day, on the last day, it's all going to come out. And it's going to come out the way that it needs to come out. But I've got it. And I've got it under my feet. And do not worry about it. Sit here in the here and now, right amongst the weeds, and just know that I'm the Lord. And that this is my field. And that at the end, I'll take care of it. I would make this a comfort. It would. As it should be, right? I would think so. We have this whole understanding that... Jesus goes to the cross and says, it is finished. He means it. He, finish, he finishes everything in, in this completely backwards sort of way. That his ministry, the kingdom of God, uh, is shown to us in a way that doesn't make sense to us. But doesn't stop it from working. But it's defeated. Exactly. It's defeated there. 
and then goodness it it's it, death is defeated and and it in this bright easter morning of you know jesus coming and bursting forth from the tomb and oh yeah well he was in the tomb he also went down and preached to satan that hey you lose and i've got this all done right mm -hmm. and then he's ascended into heaven and he's just waiting for that last day but as he's ascended into heaven all things are placed under his feet every single last thing right so this this world of wheat and weeds is placed under his feet the harvest time where things are going to have to be separated yeah it's placed under his feet he's going to do it he's got it taken care of don't worry don't be anxious don't fret don't don't spend any time on this let me just comfort you and 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 tell you that i've got this under control and you're my child wonderful i like you, you got anything else no i don't think so i think that covers it that was really good okay well hey good i'm glad mm. hopefully by the time you hear this nobody has the coronavirus including me because i don't have the coronavirus okay all right i believe you okay <laughs> what are we doing next week uh more jesus stuff mm. more jesus yeah. stuff i think we're hitting the parable of the uh the treasure and the and the pearl Ooh, of great price i like that one dibs yeah dibs you got that i got that okay only if you promise to uh to sell everything for jesus that's wrong <laughs> okay all right we out When you're gonna give to me, a give to me, is it just a matter of time, Corona? Is it a, a destiny, destiny, or is it just a game in my mind, Corona? <laughs>